welcome back to another edition of the NFL Pigskin Pickers podcast. Tim Trainer here along with Steve Hill. Steve, how are you? I'm wanting to think about football. <laughs> What's going on in the world? <laughs> so, well, uh, well, in my world, things are flying and the yeah. sky is uh, falling and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, let's just... You know, just try to, to regroup after a lot of, uh, you know, eyes sizzling in front of a boob tube yeah. watching politics. You know, I always hated when people said, you know, whether it was a sports writer or athlete, they would say, just, just play the game. We don't want to hear politics. But, you know, in the last week, like, you just get so bogged down by it and sort of, you know, just it overwhelms everything that sometimes I can understand which is like – just let's just play a game, you know. Let's let's keep that out of it, and let's make this a distraction, right? Can can sports come through in the in this kind of moment? It sure can, and it has to. You know, a lot of my buddies who don't get sports, yeah, or perhaps don't get me getting sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, how are you doing out there? <laughs> uh, I I think that the um, value in what we do tim with this podcast and with people who kind of follow sports is it gives you this safe place to have conversations with people who might not agree with you politically and otherwise and you can have a little bit of back and forth a little bit of competitive you know conversation but it's safe i mean you know at the end of the day if you're a vikings fan or a bengals fan and you walk away you know it's easier to stay friends yeah. Than it is uh, perhaps if you're a Trump or Clinton uh, person uh, getting into a little dust up over what happened. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's really that's all I mean to say about it. It's just that, that I've always enjoyed sports, you know, being a, a way to interact with other people in a fun kind of way. Right. That is safe. You know, it really is. And I and I think that when people take it too far and start beating each other up, it's yeah. you know, that's, that's what I was just gonna say, long. because because some people do and some right. people have have would have a harder time uh with a fan of another team than a fan of another party. You know, I mean there are people that, that get to that level. But uh yeah, like you said, for the same for, from our perspective it's a great break from that. But you can also understand why the Colin Kaepernicks and the you know, the NFL writers and the athletes of the world use it as a stage to talk politics and to And you know, I don't have a problem with yeah. that, uh if it's done tastefully sure. and, you know, legally. Uh yeah. but you know, it just it's an escape too, and a yep. much needed one right yep. now. Exactly. And, uh, so I'm going to lean on it like comfort food. I know exactly what you mean, weeks. and that's not something I, you know, I, I, I had that feeling for a while, but uh, I'm getting it now, and it's it's good to have these kind of places to to get escape to. So uh, we we had uh, last last week we. We're about two minutes away from a four and one great week. It all collapsed on us late. Uh, we won a couple big games here. Um, we had uh, the Dallas Cowboys um, given points against Cleveland. They blew them out, just like every team blows out the Cleveland Browns. That was a win. Um, we also had New Orleans blowing out San Francisco. They did. That was a win. That put us at two and zero. We had Carolina minus three at L.A. They were up by ten the whole game. Uh, last you know last minute, L.A. gets a cheap touchdown, turns that into a push. Uh, Tennessee was right in the game, going down to win it, and. Uh, Mariota kind of kicked it away. That turned into a loss. Um, and then your Vikes, 
Steve. Uh, you, 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 you know, we gave him another chance in a crazy game in Detroit. Um, just wildness all over. Um, they lost the game outright. They were six-point favorites. Uh, a big loss to us and to the Vikings in general. Um, what's what's uh, so the, anyway? That that puts us at two-two and one for the week. Um, not not the best, but we, you know we're 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 staying even. Um, but the Vikings are going downhill. Do you, was that? I mean, that was a that was a devastating loss. Where you, it really was. I mean, I, I was left alone, and my uh, uh, wife and children went off to watch <laughs> a, a fun movie. I think called Trolls. And they left me. Should have gone to the movies. At the yeah. TV. Uh, yeah, I should have checked that one out. But it was it was interesting uh, how. Coach Zimmer pulled me around during the presser afterwards, uh, which now you can get if you're a football fan and you sign up for your little team's app. Uh, hmm. You know, you can get quickly after games the video of cool. the coach's presser and the players. So Zimmer's up there. I thought he was going to go ballistic on Blair Walsh, that he was going to go ballistic on the offensive linemen and others who made mistakes in the red zone that cost us dearly. But instead, he focused on the positive. He uh, said we fought hard. And I think that heartbreaking loss to the Seattle Seahawks in last year's playoffs, where Walsh hooked it left, prepared him well for dealing with these kinds of kicker-related losses because he just seemed better able to manage his emotions uh, with that. But, yeah. you know, we, we lost in many ways, but we should have won because of the kick. Right. Uh, extra well, point, so you know? what was interesting to me is that the Vikings played poor the whole game. They they And then all of a sudden you feel like, oh, my God, we're going to steal this game. We're going to, you know, we're going to, they'd gone ahead late in the ball game. And what they were up three with 30 seconds left kicking off. To a Detroit team that had no timeouts, right? And I want to talk briefly about that because you know I've it's sort of like I'm I'm unpacking this Trump theory. <laughs> I went through that game, but the when you say the Vikings played poorly, I would agree. Offensively, yeah. they played poorly, sure. though they were successful in transitioning to a get rid of the ball quick yeah. type offense. Yeah. Uh, without a lot of penalties in the yeah. first half, and it seemed to be working. Uh, Bradford sacked twice. Yeah, uh, pocket stayed fairly clean. Um, guys were getting open for those short routes. We talked about that last podcast. Right. Defensively, um, it just wasn't working uh, very well, and it seemed to relate more to play calls mm-hmm. that Zimmer made. Interestingly, he was gambling uh, a little bit with rushes, and then he was backing off on the pass rush inappropriately and he admitted as such uh, during the overtime but um i think you know there there were some positives coming off those atrocious uh prior two losses to philly and chicago and i think that um uh you know what it really boils down to uh for the vikings is they saw a lot of you know improvement over the first two losses in this three loss streak they focused on that, yep. and they realized that the defense in holding Detroit, which had put some points up, and Stafford's good, yep. uh, held, holding them to, you know, thirteen mm-hmm. in regulate. I mean, you can't be upset with a defense that's doing that sure. to that team. And so, um, we always know uh, as Viking fans, we've got a terrible offensive line, lots of injuries, mm-hmm. uh, other key people hurt. 
new quarterback, transitioning out of the uh, offensive coordinator, Norv Turner, to our new guy. And uh, and all that said, we almost won that game. Yep. And uh, so I don't know. I'm not well, ready to completely throw in the towel, but I think what I'm going to tell you when we come to the Vikings uh, for the next few weeks is I'm not seeing them scoring a lot of points. Right. And so we got to look at the spread, and we got to say, yeah. you know, given that the Vikings' defense is pretty solid, uh, not ready to call them the what eighty-five Bears, but I mean, they're, they're yep. was it eighty-five? Yep, yeah, it was. Uh, people were talking about that after we went five and zero, <laughs> but they're good. They're really good. They're yeah, not, sure. you know, great Super Bowl champ look out good yet, but they're really good. The, the offense is going to be kind of like we look at Seattle sometimes and we go, gosh, mm-hmm. or maybe we need to start looking at Carolina now going, holy cow, you know, are they going to score more than 14 points, mm-hmm. 17, yep. know, whatever. All right. Yep. So, but the, um, yeah, the Vikes, I think, uh, keep an eye on them. Uh, don't be surprised if they improve. Yeah. I, I really think that, you know, this decision to keep Blair Walsh is interesting to me. It sort of says that there's a shallow talent pool out there for <laughs> kickers to pick up now. But everybody's saying, like you said, getting in his head, you know, like having yep. these tryouts and everything, you know, you're starting to see headlines like I'm looking yep. at one now. Kicker tryouts lit a fire under Vikings Walsh. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, very you know, you, you just say we're not going to stand for this much longer. So get your acting gear, kind of thing. If that's yeah. at least something. Well, why don't we get to these lines and go through them and, and see if we can find some winners? Um, it's starting to be do or die time for teams, and it opens up Thursday night. We're recording this on Thursday, so tonight the Baltimore Ravens are in Cleveland, and they're seven and a half point favorites. Uh, our uh, our second. Uh, who that who, our ghost or whatever that was that took over us for a week? They gave us some advice and said, uh, "Just bet against Cleveland every week." We did it last week. It worked. It, it worked perfectly. And I mean, it's the Thursday you yeah. know, weird thing, but they beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, there's, there's going to be nine nine fans in the stands of this game. It's like a neutral field. Baltimore's better than Cleveland in neutral field. Let's take the Ravens. Let's do it. All right. Uh, that moves us to Sunday. Starts off with Jacksonville at home, one and a half point favorites over Houston. Jacksonville played well, losing to Kansas City last week, kept it close. Houston coming off a bye. Um, that's kind of that strange AFC South. Houston in the driver's seat, but an underdog in this game. I think it's a pass. Me too. I, I do I'm, too. I'm, you know. I'm not convinced. I'm kind of like Texas. that Clinton voter who stayed home. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not feeling any reason to to go there. <laughs> All right, sounds good. How about Carolina? They they did squeak by last week, but we're not very impressive. They're at home and three point favorites over a streaking and under the radar Kansas City team. They're ahead of Denver now, and and definitely have to be one of the teams to look out for in the AFC. Um, but Carolina's got some got some wins in them. They've got to right. Um, you have a, you have a. Initial reaction on that one? My initial reaction is passed because I like Arrowhead as a venue. I think Kansas City can play tough at home. Well, this is at Carolina. Wait a minute. Are we? Oh, there. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I keep thinking the team to the right is the yeah, home team. It says yeah. at Carolina. So, um, yeah, let's let's take Carolina at home. Really? Three. Yeah, I really, yeah. I see Carolina on the upswing. Mm-hmm. I know they didn't put many points up. 
at yeah. Los Angeles, but that, I think that's a good defense there. Wins, I think it's going to get better. Okay, sounds good. We'll take the Carolina Panthers. Um, New Orleans, quietly another team that's that's playing good ball. Uh, they're at home and they're three point favorites over Denver, uh, which was kind of outmanned that big Sunday night game against uh, Oakland. Um, Oakland got their number and maybe a change in the guard there in the AFC West. Um, New Orleans at Denver, good game. I'm sorry, Denver at New Orleans. New Orleans is three point favorites over the defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah, let's look. I mean. New Orleans put up 41 points. Yeah, they smoked a bad San Francisco team, but that's not. Uh, Denver last week uh, lost to Oakland Yeah, in Oakland. Yeah, which was definitely an emotional, powerful game you know, for the Raiders. So it's not the end of the world for Denver. It, Oakland had much more to gain than Denver did, but um, I, I think this is a stay away from me. I think these are two pretty good evenly matched teams and three is the right line it's in in new orleans i don't think there's any advantage we can get either way it could go but one of two ways right Yeah, let's pass on that it'll be a fun game really fun yeah that's two two in a row that are interesting uh the new york jets another team in a in a downward spiral and the la rams two teams in a downward spiral uh the line's one and a half here it's in new york um this is a stay away for me. I, I'm not interested in any of those teams. I don't have any faith in either of them. Another good game, then. We go to Atlanta, minus two at Philadelphia. Atlanta's just winning. Philly played really well, I think, in a loss to the Giants. I think you were going to talk about the Giants a little later. They finally started to click. But, but Philly was right with them, was driving down for a winning touchdown late in that game. Too good, and like we said, maybe two evenly matched teams again. But this one, the Phillies at home and getting two. Does that make a difference to you? I'm surprised it's minus two. Yeah. Because uh, I think Atlanta is scary in terms of how many points they can put up. How so, good oh, do you think Philly is? I think they're good. Uh, so you think it should be more than that? Yeah, I, I, I would think. <laughs> On the road? Well, that's the thing. But Atlanta's just been playing so yep. well, and they've got a balanced attack. Uh, is there an issue with uh, Julio Jones? Uh, I think I might have to. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been shown that they can do it with or without him. He's been great when he's been in the lineup, and they also have, you know, a lot more. They have Mohamed Sanu, the old Bengal, who's catching a ton of balls. And and what we always like is, you know, they played Thursday night last week, so it gives them 10 days to get ready right. for this game. That's has been an advantage to teams. Um, but I don't know. Clean in Atlanta. Yeah. But, um, you know, Let's put a question mark. Yeah, because I think I'm leaning Philly so that we might cancel each other out there. Okay. <laughs> uh, Washington is at home, two-and-a-half-point favorites over Minnesota. Um, what are we thinking about these Vikes? We've, we've, we were kind of wary of them in the beginning, then we jumped on the bandwagon, and we've been on the bandwagon for, for three straight losses, both against the spread and straight up. Do they get right against Washington? Washington, another team coming off a bye. They've had two weeks to get ready for this game. How good's Washington just looking for their record? They just tied the Bengals last week, so they're right. up to like 3, 4, and 1. I'm going to check my standings here. But yeah. I've been impressed with uh, Me too. Cousins. Me too. Yep. And uh, so, you know, with that extra rest, a yep. uh, little concerned about the Vikings dealing with the passing game. I know that a lot of the newspaper articles I've read uh, about the game are – Focusing on the Vikings being worried about Washington's receivers uh-huh. and you know trying to let those young 
defensive backs know not to get called for PI a whole bunch because yeah. it's just going to hurt us. <laughs> but uh, um, in terms of Washington's defense, they're four and three, four three and one. Yeah. Uh, points for one eighty six point points against one eighty nine. Uh, home record two and two. Yeah. Um, They've got all the markings of an eight and eight team, in my opinion. You know, they they they, they don't beat themselves, but you're gonna have to go in there and beat them. I'm not sure if Minnesota has enough kind of uh, bullets in the chamber to do we it. Gotta, we got to pass on it. I'll, yeah. You know who I'm rooting for, but sure. should I go into this game confident that on the road the right. Vikings are gonna put in a nice performance, score a bunch of points? Yep. No, I mean what I'm hoping for is that we win the dang thing. Yeah, and it'll probably be however way necessary. Point. Yeah, I agree. So, so I think we stay away. From that. I think you're right. Um, next game, a struggling Green Bay team is two and a half point favorites at Tennessee. Man, I thought Tennessee was going to take a big step forward as a team last week and really put themselves in the AFC South race. They punted it away. Mariota. Uh, really had a chance there and it let it slip away. Green Bay, a disastrous loss at home against Indy. Um, they they needed that game with Minnesota falling back. They could have rocketed to the top of the of the division there, but they didn't. And you know we're lucky to kind of make that a, de- a half of a game at the end of that you know end of it, uh, not getting blown out. But uh, I'm like in Tennessee. Wow. Really yeah. Bad. I mean, home team getting points. Yep. I thought Tennessee played. I, I watched a lot of that Tennessee San Diego game. We had we had it picked, and it was an interesting team. And San Diego's played really well, but Tennessee came storming back. They get down early, and then they just played really good ball through most of the second half. But a lot of fight in them. Yeah, I think the defense can be okay. Yeah, I think we ought to take a look at Tennessee. Let's. Keep it's going. it's hard it's hard to pick against Aaron Rodgers when his back's against the wall, though. But he has just not looked like the same Aaron Rodgers this year. Uh, let's go to the Chicago Bears. The Bears. They're at Tampa Bay, one-and-a-half-point favorites. Tampa Bay, man, one of the most disappointing teams on the year, in my opinion. Chicago, you know, Probably not much. looked relaxed in Minnesota on Monday night. I mean, that, yep. that looked like, you know, a veteran coming in. Yep, and they're another uh, team coming off a bye. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay seem, seems but, lost. Uh, I just think... Uh, but yeah, can you count on Jay Cutler can to play two smoking Jay Cutler two, to, two good games in a row? Yeah, I doubt it. Okay, let's let's, let's question pass on that. Uh, that San Diego team that's just as strange as they come in the NFL. They're at home and four points favorites over Miami. They score a lot of points. They loot. They just punt away a lot of games, but keep it close against some good teams. And I, you know, they took care of business against Tennessee. Miami's worse than Tennessee. Can San Diego do it again? I'm looking down my list. I'm cheating a little bit yeah. to see if there's anything better. I don't see anything better. I think you take San Diego. I like home. them, too. I like them, too. Let's see if they can keep rolling. And you know what? As much as I got these issues with Rivers, right. I, just, I, I just think he maybe it's sort of like he complains a lot to the refs. He's got this animated face. Yep. Sometimes you just think the guy whines, you yeah. know, yeah. and there are all these – goofball, choky endings to to the Chargers games. But yeah. you always got to think, I think, Tim, that, that Rivers is a 
damn good quarterback. He is. Good passer. He definitely is. And they've got Melvin Gordon, who's now, you know, if not the best, the second best uh, running back in in football. That offense is really clicking. They're going to score a lot of points, and and four doesn't seem like too many when you're talking. The game could be in the 30s or 40s. So let's let's try San Diego. All right. We'll, 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 uh, We'll put a toe in on San Diego this week. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are 13.5-point favorites at home against San Francisco. Bonkers, bonkers, bonkers. Too many. Way too many, right? Too but many. Are they going to get out that of it? said, I'm not ready to take the Niners. Oh, either. man, I don't know. Arizona can't score 20 points, right? Yeah. yeah I, we need one more because we got Baltimore, Carolina, San Diego. And Tennessee. I'm looking at. And Tennessee's a question mark. Okay. But we're probably going there. But New England, Seattle, Giants, Cincinnati, those are going to be good football games. There's a couple there. So let's go pass along the, 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 the one you missed, that, that Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh and Dallas at Pittsburgh. Man, the Dallas Cowboys just still get – take Dallas on that. Yeah. I mean – I mean – Underdogs, that, you know, this is a 7-1 team, yeah. You know Pittsburgh put up fourteen. Yeah, and that was that, that they were lucky, lucky to get to there. Get fourteen. Yeah, yeah they looked. Uh, Roethlisberger didn't look totally healthy there, but it's possible that he was a, more beat up than he says he is. Uh, maybe he gets right this week, but Dallas still doesn't seem to get much credit in Vegas, and and the line seems uh, in Pittsburgh's favor, in my opinion. Uh, that's Sunday night game is a good one. New England and Seattle, that crazy Super Bowl rematch. It's at New England, the line's seven and a half. Seattle, you know, they did what they had to do last week, but Buffalo was in that game, you know, and now they got to go across country on short rest. I like, hate to say it, but I like the Patriots. Seven and a half, you like them. I do. I kind of do too, and here's why. I think that uh, Seattle struggles to score, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, you know home field advantage is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just I don't think even though Jimmy Graham with those two one-handed grabs, you know, yeah, I, I just don't see Seattle putting a lot of points on the board. I just don't. I agree. And like we said, this is New England jumping out to some early lead, you know, and yep. and, and cruising. Yep. You know, but it's another two weeks, you know, to prepare for this. And Belichick's pretty darn good when he's got two weeks. Um, let's, take let's take the Patriots then. That's fine. That Monday night game then, like we said, the Giants at home, a pick game against Cincinnati. The Bengals getting a little more credit than I than I'm surprised to see that line. Uh, they, like I said, have have had two weeks to prepare for this, but the Giants looked good last week. Um, I, I think it's a definitely a stay away, and you know, kind of a put up or shut up game for both of these teams. I hope Cincinnati wins and and keeps their playoff hopes alive, but I wouldn't be surprised if if the Giants uh, just outpoint them. I don't want to bet against your team, so yep. let's pass on that one. All right. Um, so I got I've got five marks here. Um, Baltimore at home, uh, seven and a half against Cleveland right uh, tonight. Carolina at home, giving three to Kansas City. Tennessee at home, getting two and a half. San Diego at home, giving four, and New England at home, giving seven and a half to the Seattle Seahawks. The only uh, Dallas. Well, yeah. What do we want to do with Dallas? Because. The one I'm kind of on the fence about 
is uh, Carolina. Yeah. Um, just because of their inability to light it up offensively. Yep. Um, that would give us two dogs. If, it if feels da- stronger taking another dog in Dallas than taking Carolina. They're both really close for me, to be honest. Um, I, 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 you just get the feeling that Dallas is going to start to have some QB issues. If you know what I mean, Tony Romo's ready to come back. Um, I think I like the Carolina pick better, to be honest. Okay. Um, I think that's that's a good. And not, I don't want to have to root for Dallas. Right, exactly. It doesn't yeah. take much well, to say. Okay. Nah, let's just pass on Dallas. On All right, sounds good. So Baltimore, Carolina, Tennessee, San Diego, and New England are our picks this week. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back, no matter who's the president, next week with another edition of the NFL Pigskin Pickers. Thanks, everyone.